Well, I'm on the waiting side. Yes, I'm on the waiting side. Coming to you live from the studio of WVFV, Voice for Victory Radio, your host, Pastor Jeremy Coburnett, joins you today for a special broadcast of The Winning Side. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Monday, June the 7th, and we are here uh, at the studio of WVFV 95.9 FM. If you're local, uh, we welcome you, those who are listening online, whether it be uh, on uh, Facebook or on the podcast or on our brand new radio app. We're excited about that, and we've got the app all set for Apple devices, and hopefully this week we'll get it launched for the Android devices and if that doesn't make any sense to you, don't even worry about it. Just keep listening how you're listening. But for some folks, some high-tech folks, uh, I think that'll be a blessing. And we're just looking for uh, just as many ways as possible to be able to get the gospel out, be able to encourage people, uh, see Christians encouraged and strengthened uh, by the Word of God. And we're thankful to be back. Brother Caleb is with me here, and we have been uh, AWOL, really. I, well, I guess we did have leave, but we've been missing and uh, we had a good time on our trip to Kansas. Uh, my brother Jared got married. We got to spend some time with family there. And Caleb and Jennifer got to spend some time with family. But we are glad to be back. And I appreciate so much Brother Nathan filling in and uh, covering the Winning Side broadcast. And uh, he and uh, Brother Dan both, they did a ton of work while we were gone. And we appreciate all their work. We appreciate you listening. And uh, we're glad to be back, and I think we'll be able to get back into our schedule, and uh, hopefully it'll be a smooth transition back. Happy birthday yesterday. Uh, we recognized in church Lauren Brown. Uh, she had her birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, and then happy anniversary to Dan and Kelly Bybee, our assistant pastor, and his wife. And of course, they are the uh, administrators for Victory Christian Academy, and so we're thankful for them and all that they do. And then also anniversary yesterday, Gabe and Lydia Fenera. Happy anniversary to you. Uh, Miss Lydia is one of our piano players, and uh, we are so thankful for them. And then today, happy birthday to Becky Askew. Uh, Mrs. Askew, uh, her husband, Brother Wayne, is the chairman of our deacons, and they're such a blessing. And then today, happy birthday to Vonda Mills. And Miss Vonda, we've missed you, of course, with uh, COVID, with your health, but we're looking forward to seeing you back. Hope you have a great day today. Let's be in prayer for our country. Let's be in prayer for the nation of Israel. And let's pray for our church. We're in our tent services. We had a great day yesterday under the tent. It was warm, uh, but it was a good day. We had the Brady Rochester family singing all day. Uh, last night we had uh, some, not all, but some of the echoes of joy with us. Uh, two of them from California, one from Maryland, and one here from North Carolina. And they did a great job. And we're looking forward to this coming Sunday. We'll have our anniversary Sunday under the tent. We'll have dinner on the grounds. It'll be a great day. And let's be in prayer for that. Be in prayer for our service Wednesday night here in the building. 
And then be in prayer for our teens as they go on their retreat, uh, leaving out Thursday, going to the Anchorage Camp at Lake Waccamaw. I know they'll have a good time, and we're praying for them. I want you to hear a great song uh, by the Manarazzi family, and uh, they're singing this song, He'll Do It Again. And I'm glad that although we've seen God do some great things in the past, I'm glad that God is still able to do it again. And you listen as they sing this great song.
Amen. You may not know how and you may not know when, but I'm glad that God is able to do it again. Uh, I was thinking as we were listening to that song, uh, Brother Brady Rochester and his family, they were with us all day yesterday. They sang, did such a good job. Uh, they sang this morning for the live broadcast at 10 with Brother Caleb, Brother Nathan, did a, such a fine job. But I was talking to Brother Brady last night right after the service, and we were talking about the message he preached last night, which if you missed it, I encourage you to go back and listen. Uh, but I had never seen it quite like he showed. It was just very powerful how that in the life of Ruth and the situation with uh, Ruth's mother-in-law, Naomi, um, you know, God did something unusual. Um, Naomi thought that God would have to give her another son, and uh, Naomi thought and her plans were a certain way, but God did something miraculous. And, you know, we know the story of Ruth, and we know about Boaz being the kinsman redeemer, uh, but that, it seems like that was an unusual situation in the Bible. Now, it was uh, recorded and it was documented in the Old Testament law how that could happen if necessary, but we don't know that that happened very often, but God did something that probably nobody else planned. Nobody else could have figured out. And the truth is, there are situations in our lives where we could never have dreamed up how God would do it. But I'm glad that God is able, and I'm glad that God can take our uh, seemingly hopeless situations, and God can turn it all around, and God can work it out for His glory, for our good. And uh, I thank the Lord for that song. I'm glad that God is able. Would you look at Proverbs 4 with me? And we're going through the book of Proverbs, and some chapters we might go through a little quicker than others, but I want you to see Proverbs 4 in verse number 1. Again, this was written uh, from Solomon, the wisest man that ever lived. God gave him wisdom, and Solomon is trying to impart that wisdom to his son, uh, Rehoboam. And can I tell you, wisdom is a very, very delicate transfer. Uh, it has to be transferred from one to the other, and it takes both sides for that transfer to be successful. So Solomon says this in verse 1, Here ye children, the instruction of a father, and attend to no understanding. For I give you good doctrine, forsake ye not my law. For Solomon says, I was my father's son. I was tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother. He taught me also and said unto me, let thine heart retain my words and keep my commandments and live. Solomon says, I had a dad who taught me. Uh, I had a father who loved me. I had a mother who loved me. And, and they passed something on to me. And Solomon says, I want to pass this on to you, son. I want you to listen. He says in verse 5, he said, my father taught me. He said, get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not. Neither decline from the words of my mouth. Forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. I want you to see, first of all, the instruction of a father. You know, uh, we live in a, a society where it seems like parents are, are, are cowering and, and, and parents are backing down from giving instruction to their children. Well, I want to say today, if parents do not instruct children, who's going to do it? Now, you may be blessed to have a, a good uh, teacher in, in the school for your child, you may be blessed to have a good Sunday school teacher or a good junior church uh, a teacher or preacher for your children. That's wonderful. But the Bible never 
sets the responsibility on the church or never sets the responsibility on the school, but the responsibility is always placed with the home and with the family. And if parents do not instruct the children, who will? Parents, it's our responsibility to teach our children. Instruction is not a one-time event. Uh, You can't just say, all right, children, gather around, gather around the the kitchen table or gather around the living room. I'm going to teach you this one time here on this June the 7th, 2021, I'm going to teach you, and and this is going to be the one and only time, and hope you get it now, because if you don't, you're on your own. Oh, no, Uh, wisdom and instruction is not something that we try to teach once or twice or three times. It's not something we do once a year. It's not something we teach once a month or once a week, but it is constant. Uh, It is ongoing. Um, uh, Our instruction is something that we do as we go through life. I think about for my wife and for myself, there are times throughout the day when we'll pull the children aside, maybe, maybe one or maybe two or maybe all of them will say, hey, now listen, here's how we, here's how we do this. Uh, here's how we act at church. Here's how we act at a restaurant. Here's how we act in this situation. And you say, oh, wonderful. So you just tell your children one time and they get it? No. There's times where after the fact, we'll say, hey, here's what we need to do next time. Here's what we need to do better. Here's what we need to learn from this. Uh, we'll ask questions. Hey, uh, what do you think about this? Or, or do you think this was the best way? You try to get your children thinking and you instruct them throughout their life. It is constant. It is ongoing. I think about my father. Uh, I had a father uh, who was very loving, who was very caring, who was very good at teaching. And can I tell you, I'm glad that he continually taught me. I'm glad he continually instructed me. Children uh, have the responsibility, the Bible says, to hear or to listen. But can I say, parents, it's not enough for us just to say it, but we need to demonstrate it. Uh, it's not do as I say, but it should be do as I do. We ought to set an example. We talked about that a little bit yesterday in church. That we are to be an example of the believers. We should be an example to our children, be an example to those who are coming after us. You say, well, Pastor Jeremy, that's wonderful. And uh, I need to let my children listen to this broadcast because they really need to hear this. Well, you know, the Bible tells us that as Christians, we are children of God. And as God's children, we must hear and we must listen to the instruction of our loving Heavenly Father. Aren't you glad that our Heavenly Father is patient with us? Aren't you glad that our God is our our, uh, Abba Father that we cry out to? He's our Daddy. He is our Father. He loves us and He wants to instruct us, but so many times we don't listen. Uh, we, we spend time in prayer saying, God, I want this and God, I need this and God, I want you to do this. Whereas if we would just sometimes just be quiet and be still, we'd be able to hear from God and he will instruct us and he will help us and he will show us from his word how we can have wisdom. The Bible says in verse one here, ye children, the instruction of a father and attend to no understanding. Verse two, for I give you good doctrine. Solomon says to his son, I'm giving you some good, solid teaching. I'm giving you a good, solid foundation of truth. He said, don't forsake it. Don't abandon it. Don't turn away from it. Uh, uh, Don't run the other way. He said, hang on to it. Stick with it. I hope that you as a 
a parent, to help you as a father or mother or grandparent or Sunday school teacher, whatever your role is, I hope that you have something good that you can teach and you can pass down to the next generation. Uh, I hope every one of you that are listening today, some of you, uh, your home church is Victory Baptist Church, and we're so thankful for you. Maybe you go to another church, but can I tell you this? You need to be, and I need to be, in a good Bible-preaching, Bible-teaching church where good doctrine is passed out, where good doctrine is proclaimed every service. That's why we need Sunday morning and Sunday night and Wednesday night. That's why we need Sunday school. Uh, that's why we have revival meetings. You say, well, pastor, I just think church, you just need it once a week or once a month or, well, maybe so. But I know this, in the book of Acts, they had it every day. Uh, I'm not saying we need to have it every day, but I'm saying this, we don't need less of church in these days, but we need more. We need uh, solid teaching. We need a foundation. If we don't have that, Can I tell you, it's going to be easy to go astray. It's going to be easy to depart from uh, rather than cling to the truth. The Bible never changes. I don't believe churches should change either. Oh, sure, we change the color of the carpet or we change the color of the walls and we remodel or we redecorate or maybe you build a brand new building, maybe even change the name of your church and that may happen. But I don't think you should ever change the truth that is proclaimed in the church. May God help us in our churches. May God help us in our homes that we will have good doctrine, that we will be solid, that we will be secure, and that we will be grounded upon the Word of God. I want to encourage you today, and I hope it's been a blessing. Uh, I hope every day, I hope you'll get in the book of Proverbs, and I hope you'll read it, hope you'll study it, and I hope you'll let it become a part of your life. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll be back tomorrow. Have a great day. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.